Today on the program, we are really happy to welcome Quincy artist David Wang to chat about himself, his background, his career, and especially about his exhibit at the Q Arts Gallery in Quincy Center, along with uh, Alice Donaldson called Roads Well Traveled. So David, first of all, very nice to meet you. Oh, likewise. Appreciate the opportunity to talk to you and to learn a little bit more about uh, yourself and your art and uh, this exhibit in particular. If you could first, let's uh, let's take a little step back and tell me about tell me the David Wang story. Okay, well, let's see where did that begin. Um, so I was uh, born in China uh, way back in the seventies. I know I'm dating myself here. Uh, and then I came to the U.S. in the late 80s. Um, so, um, yeah, I came when I was very young, about, you know, 13. And, uh, and I grew up in Texas, basically. Um, so, so I know that I came up to New England. But, uh, you know, uh, as far as art is concerned, um, I think all I can remember is just when I was very young, maybe even four or five, I just enjoyed doodling a lot. And, and I think that, that you know, and, and I... Looking back, it's funny because my mom, of all people, of course, always saved all those uh, drawings and doodlings from way back. And, and I was looking, and I was like, man, I wasn't good at all. You know, I was like, they're, they're terrible. But I think that that's just it. I think I think with anything in life, is is not where you start. It's not how good you were, but how much you love it, how much you enjoy it. And so I think it's more throughout, like, say, elementary and junior high, it's just um, I just do it in class, like like I don't care if it's math or history or whatever. Um, that that's kind of what I do, and and I laugh about it because I was like, how did I even graduate from from you know all the all the schools if I if I, if I was just really um, drawing the whole time? But I, I think you know I think I think that's life. You 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 just sort of uh, cope with it, and 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 then you got better and better, and uh, so yes, I was able to um do my schoolwork while at the same time just really got better drawing and also i think with anything like like cooking and you, you the more you do you get better and then you, you, the more the better you get you enjoy it more and so that's kind of how how i've been doing it all my life uh and then uh, i was very fortunate because my parents are very supportive even though they're not artists themselves um, like my dad's a nuclear physicist, and then he becomes a, a pastor. Uh, my mom is an engineer. My sister is a, a doctor. So um, no one in my family is really in, you know, um, sort of like it's not like in the family. But um, they're very supportive, and I think that that made a huge difference um, because, um, especially from an Asian family, you know, I know it's a stereotype, but it's very sort of like academic goal-oriented you know you have to do x y and z and um and also being an artist i mean i, I think even in this country i think people's like oh how are you going to make a living you know and and a joke and even the chinese community is joke is like artists are, are living on uh water and bananas <laughs> you know? i was like yes i think that transcends all cultures is that that, that sentiment yeah yeah and, and that that you're only famous when you're dead you know <laughs> Uh, like, like Van Gogh, like he sold one painting in his lifetime, and uh, and now you know it's 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 a shame. It shouldn't have to be like that. Then we'll go into more of it. Why why do we do art and, and what art means? Um, but I think I, I, the most touching thing, and my dad always say it throughout his life, is like you know one day when you graduate with an art degree, 
you can buy the water and I'll pay for the bananas. Very good. Yeah. So, so let's talk about that degree. Uh, where did you know where was your education? Um, so I, I went to Rhode Island School of Design, which is one of the top schools for arts in this country. Um, I was again, it was, it was uh, my parents, they're both Christians, so they believe God has a plan for my life. And, and, and the interesting thing is throughout high school, even though I loved art and I joined, uh, I mean, I was all kinds of competitions, you know, in the city and everything, but I never just really thought it was something that's doable or, and our schools are very expensive, they're private schools, you know, I mean, I mean, believe or not, University of Texas at that time, could you believe how much it costs for a semester? A thousand bucks. I mean, that's just how cheap back then it is. So I was all ready to go to UT. I, I even got the dorm ready and all set up. And then last minute, you know, we had this sort of invitation to like a portfolio day, which is you, all the major art schools in, in, in the country are showcasing and, and, and sort of like, you know, um, uh, recruiting stuff, you know, basically long, long story short, we were there. We, we, we weren't even registered. My dad took me there and then I just sort of showed my work to people. And then this art school in LA, you know, one of the top art schools, they saw my work and they're just so excited. And they're like, you know, uh, just come, we'll give you a full scholarship. Uh, and well, I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> How am I going to say no to that? You know, because it's so expensive. We didn't think we can afford it. And, and my dad's very supportive. And that's how I ended up going to art school and also end up coming up here because um, this window of opportunity, this door just opened. Um, that's how I, I started, yeah. So you went to, you went to Los Angeles or you, no, you went to- I, I went to Los Angeles and then I transferred up here to, oh. to, to, to RISD uh, in okay. Carolina, yeah. So yeah. what was the work, David, that they were so excited about, oil, oil painting? Uh, well, the, this was when I was in high school, so I think it was majorly a lot of like drawing, a lot, a lot of figure drawing, and uh, and also pastels. I, I don't know oils at that time. You know, that's still far too advanced for someone who, who you know, in high school student. Uh, it's, it's a very difficult medium to control. Um, so I was doing a lot of acrylic painting actually, which is great because that gives me a good background. Um, but that that's how how it started. Yeah. And what was it? What were the subject matters? What was it that inspired you from those, you know, from those doodlings in grade school all the way up to high school? What what were you drawing? Uh, that's that's funny you brought it up. So um, actually, you know, and being a boy, you know, it's always interesting building model airplanes and and war and World War II stuff and like that. So it, it's funny. I, I actually doodle a lot of airplanes and and whatnot, and and that's actually one of the top major subjects. And it's like aviation art. And also anything that's sort of military related. Uh, mm -hmm. Funny that who would have known like 20 years later, I'll be doing all the portraits of the, 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 the generals and, and, the, and the head of Pentagon, all that stuff. So so I'm, I'm kind of glad it came full circle. <laughs> yes, yes. But that's that's a big switch, right, from uh, from airplane architecture to portraiture. Mm -hmm. Uh -huh. Yes. So it, it, and again, I think a lot of these things are just sort of happen providential because, you know, it, it see, all seems a light accident, but it really is sort of just uh, uh, you build up on your life experiences, you know. So I think um, 
people uh, you know in art it's like almost like people differentiate being oh you're a landscape painter you're, mm-hmm. you 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 paint people whatever um i don't believe that because i that's where i started i started with landscape i started with machines and now i i'm dedicated to painting portraits but but they're all the same you 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 watch see something you observe unless you you're doing an abstract painter like uh, Picasso, which is a painting out of your mind and which which doesn't really matter. I mean, I mean, how do you, how do you say Picasso? He he he's he 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 you know he paints whatever out of his head. But I think with 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 you know when you paint realism, I think it's really all about observation. And so I think observing a tree is just the same as observing a, a person. Now it's tougher with a person because you have to make them look good. And from my experience too, you have to make them look good. Also, you have to make it look like them Yeah. Um, because otherwise they're not happy. I mean, a tree is not going to get mad at you <laughs> if, you know, but I think it's all the same because, um, uh, what painting does like why do you go to the museum to look at art right i mean i mean nowadays you have an iphone you can just do whatever you want you can take pictures why do you have to and i think it's the artist's job to whatever is a uh, you're painting a tree or, or a person is to make you stand slow down and stop and say wow what is so special about this tree what message what feelings mm-hmm of emotions that it conveys to me. And it's the same with a person. Otherwise, for me is why, you know, Joe, you can just take a bunch of photographs of yourself and not having me paint a portrait of you, you know, and, and people. And, and like my job, for me, the most gratifying thing is when people look at painting and they're like, um, for example, that night when uh, when the unveiling uh, of those portraits, those generals portraits, um, there are several like family members or sons and daughters or grandchildren come up to me and say, that's him. That's my dad. That's grandpa. I, you know, it's like, that's the essence. That's his whole life because some of those people have already passed away. But when you look at that and they're like, that's him, that that's without a doubt. That's, that's not just look like him, but that's what he embodies, you know, his character, his strength and who he was as a, as a human being, as a general, as a leader, of man, you know, so yeah, I, so you've invoked that emotion out of them through your work. Yes, that, or at least it's not. It's my goal. <laughs> yeah. Tell me about your journey to Quincy, David, and, and when that started and how that happened. Um, so um, it, it was very interesting. Again, it's all happened by an accident. I was actually living downtown Boston for a while, and I was really sick of the commute. Well, because uh, uh, the Green Line, obviously. <laughs> It's it's just but forget about it. But you know, red line. It's always like the fantasy. Like red line is much faster. Well, now we know. But still, um, so you know, I it was all providential because um, you know God had a plan. I I came to Quincy. Um, I, so it was about twelve or twelve years ago. You know, and I started renting, and then I I, I ended up loving the place, and then I got married, and we bought a home here. And then this project with the city hall, you know, also came to fruition. And, and now looking back, I was meant to be here. And, and, and I love it here. My daughter was, Anna was born here, um, you know, just over a year ago. And uh, she's a first generation. Both my wife are second, you know, second, or I, I mean, first generation immigrant. Mm-hmm. We came here when, you know, um, but my daughter is, is, born here so she can call Quincy her home 
Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, tell me about the work at the Q Arts Gallery right now. And this is actually it's a it's a joint venture, right, with um, Alice Donaldson. How did that work? Okay. So uh, that was again. It's everything is just sort of uh, serendipitous. You know, just mm -hmm. spontaneously happened. What happened is, you know, I happened to walk into the gallery and I met the co-owner of uh, Frank Sotaro and he just, you know, it was just great conversation. And then he said, oh, you should you should just come check it out. And, and uh, long story short, they invited me to judge their uh, annual arts fair uh, along with Alice. And uh, she was judging the photography and multimedia and uh, section. And I was judging the oil and the drawing and uh acrylic and, and uh, section. So uh, it, it was great. You know, um, you know, we really enjoy uh, uh, doing it. And, and it's funny because all our lives we've been submitting work to, to competition to be judged. And so it's, 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 it's really a lot of fun to, to have the table turn around and, and to, to judge other people as a once. But, but I laugh about it. I just say, you know, I just want to make sure I do uh, it's a very serious work because I, I I want to make sure I do all the artists justice because they they've done they put in their hours they put in their effort and every piece deserve my best attention you know and uh, and if not I'll I'll have eggs and tomatoes stored in me yeah so um, it's called roads well traveled so yeah. is is there any meaning behind that. Uh, well, I think I think so, you know, because I can both Alice and I travel around the world a lot. And she actually did a lot of photography in New Zealand and Australia, um, and, you know, for people who comes to see. Uh, it's um, it's just breathtaking because it's it's like, you know, you watch a movie like Lord of Rings and, and but to be there in person and to see those places. And and I think the great thing about photography or, or art or any sort of art is they bring the world to you. Like if you can't be there, they bring it to you. And, and the same way, I think from my uh, experiences, I've been all around the world. I actually met my wife in Vienna. Um, but I think it's it's more more important is to to I'll do a lot of soul searching. Like if you, you know, if you look at my paintings, my portraits, um, it, it's 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 all about seeing the soul, seeing that person. Um, you know, meeting different people. They could be you know, like all from someone who who, who is uh, uh, an, a leader of a nation or, you know, leader of men, you know, in a military, or there could be someone, you know, as a homeless person. I, I mean, it's it, all ranges of people, the people I met on Red Line, um, just anybody um, that that come in contact and, and that I feel like I want to capture that and share that with the world. Um, so that, that I think it's like all these people have painted throughout all the years I've met. Yeah. Would you say that um, the pandemic that we're going through or hopefully have gone through the worst of it, at least uh, yeah. impacted, impacted your work at all? I, I, I think so. I think in a way um, it's a blessing in disguise. As I've talked to other artists, I think in a way it forces you to slow down even further, you know, um, and to really, I mean, in some ways, we're all caged in. And, and so you, you have less distractions, I think, in a way. And you have to look at the bright side. Obviously, nobody likes to be cooked in all the time. But I think, you know, in a way, um, it's like with anything. I think it's like when people are confounded to, to, the, to the hospital and makes them rethink their lives. I think 
in, in that way, it's, it's, it's a positive. And, and uh, obviously, I think it, it does have impact because you're less likely, like I used to go to these portrait conventions, you know, national portrait conventions with me, other, other artists, but that wasn't happening because we have to do it online, and which is totally not the same, you know. There's no replacing interpersonal uh, interaction. Yeah. 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 Exactly. yeah, yeah. Do you ever see yourself, David, being um, an art teacher, instructor, or, or what would your advice be to you know uh, an aspiring artist? Um, I, absolutely. I think the best way, and I still believe the best way to learn is to teach. Uh, mm. I was actually doing that even in college because uh, when I was in art school. Uh, especially doing light drawing, uh, which is draw, uh, drawing new models. And uh, my professor was so impressed that he asked me to be his TA. So I was actually, and actually it's funny, TA actually do a lot more hands-on teaching uh, in, in ways, you know, because we, we sort of really have to sort of help them correct the anatomy. But I think what really helps me is to, if I have to teach, I have to really learn. I have to really make sure I know what I'm talking about. So I think that really helps, that that really pushes me to, to that level. Um, and I think for any artist, I think is to really, um, you know, if I can say anything to help or to support them is to never give up. I, I know it sounds kind of cliche uh, because in a lot of ways, it's so easy to give up. And especially when you're doing something uh, that not, it's not instantly rewarding or gratifying, but I think it's a lifelong pursuit. And, and a lot of times, whether with live or with a painting, I think I think this is how I kind of describe a painting. It's, it's really like live. Um, sometimes those paintings doesn't turn out exactly how you want it, and sometimes they're terrible. Like like one of the my my most best paintings, and, and it's actually uh, long story short, uh, it, it wasn't going well. It was actually doing terrible, and I almost thought about just to cover it up and and you know wipe wash it and then so use it, recycle it to paint something else. Basically that, that it came to that point. And, and my wife, you know, she was very supportive and she said, you know, that, that's really great. That person, that the priest, you know, I, we, I, we met him. It, it's, it's great. It, it looks just like him. Don't throw it away. And then I went back and I went back and now it's one of my centerpieces, you know? And, and I think I learned from that experience is sometimes things, paintings are like life. It, it doesn't, turn out the way you want it and and and, and it's you look like it's, it's not going anywhere it, it's terrible but if you keep it going at it it, it will get better and then and, and then it, it, it just comes out great so yeah. is it is the old cliche um you know artists are their worst critics true <laughs> yes yes and and actually and again i don't want to sound you know but i think it's, it's kind of like life it's like with everybody will the hardest person on ourselves is ourselves without even realizing it like all the tor torment we do it to ourselves you know and uh and i think that we just have to learn how to be better judge and then be subjective with ourselves like with everybody else and mm -hmm. not being uh obviously not you know lax but not overly critical so that we could really help ourselves and help other people. Otherwise, <laughs> we all need to go see a shrink, right? I mean, and, and, and yeah, but, but I think uh, art, it totally could be therapeutic because then you could just be your own shrink and you know who you are and what you are and what your own limitations.
Was yeah. there was there a particular point or a particular piece of work that you did that you said, "Oh, I I'm I'm pretty good at this. I might be able to actually, you know, make a career out of this." Uh, well, yes, I, I think you know, um, there's obviously several moments like that in life, where it's in high school or in college or later on. But I think one series really made me feel I was really touched. Not necessarily making money, but I think is uh, very quickly. Uh, um, just you know, when I was, I, I had a nine to five job. I was actually had it is in a nine to five job for for almost twenty years because I, you know, I, I want to be responsible, be age, well, being anybody, but just really make sure I take care of my family. Is and then on my way to work every day at Park Street, I always end up meeting this homeless guy and called George, and uh, you know, and he was just always there and really great guy and 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 i i always give him a few dollars and then i just you know george you 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 just something about you i really want to paint it's just you you make a great model you you um so we kept on talking about it and then you know and and, and it never it's always never in the right moment because i'm either run to work or i forget my camera so long story short one day i I finally just right you say george let's just do it doing lunch let's do it let me take a couple shot of you and then, uh, and I want to pay you, you know, and, and obviously I pay him, but long story short, we took a couple of pictures from that and, and I was all excited. And then a week later, um, I was going to go back and, you know, at Park Street, you know, and, and show him those pictures. And, and then um, his friends told me he passed away. Oh, wow. He, he, uh, he had an overdose. And uh, there were memorials and flowers over there at Park Street. And so it was a very moving experience. And actually, he I did three portraits of him, and they're all going to be at this show. But what really touched me is those portraits are going to be the last thing and also the only thing probably people will ever remember of him and, and, and his life. And, and that, that's when I realized what a difference I'm making with my art. And, and with the world and with people, you know, because um, even um, just, you know, um, images, you know, I mean, I mean, we, we, we go to museums, we, we go to even the White House or, or, or the Capitol Hill, we, we you know, we, well, what do we see? We see these paintings and these are, are what, what we remember people. And, 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 and that's what I like and dedicate to portraiture is, it really makes us appreciate all the people in our lives. You know what's special about them is special about us. Um, that that we will remember him, remember them uh, from from those images. Yeah. 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 Have you um, had interaction with his family since David? Do you know? Uh, no, unfortunately, because uh, again, he's he was alone, and he yeah. he had a son. I heard is you know still in another country. He was very alone. Um, you know, along the Park Street, you know, and but 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 you know, his family with all these other homeless people. I mean, yep. and that was in that there. I was very touched. Like when I pay him for the 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 modeling, you know, and uh, he immediately just took the money and gave it to somebody else and say, hey, you know what? Go to go go get yourself a couple burgers and stuff like that. And uh, so that meant just as important to me as I'm painting the president. You know, I can see right. why that would be a pivotal moment for you. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah, it's just 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 what people meant to our lives. 
Yeah, I would I would venture to think a, a lot of artists would hope to have a similar experience. Uh, maybe not such tragic, you know, results, yeah. but but yeah. to have that impact on on society and on on a person. Yeah, yeah, and, and you know, and you know, it might sound small and everyday, but I think that 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 that's what what will make it matters, and 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 makes you what you do uh, is worthwhile, and, and it's not just for. For, for for money, but I think it's also for, for your own gratification. Yeah. So there will be a reception uh, at the Q Arts Gallery, let's yeah. see, on, on on Veterans Day, right? Friday, November 11th, 5 to 8 p.m.? Yes. Yes. Okay. And yeah. all welcome, you know, come for a drink and, uh, you know, all kinds of uh, uh, refreshments and, 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 and a great chat and talk about art. Yeah. And hopefully Which, see you there, Joe. <laughs> you may, you may. What's yeah. uh, what's currently on your easel, David? What's next? Uh, thank you, uh, my daughter Anna. I, you, just, you know, I, I think I think that's just it. I think she changes. It's funny. Even I was looking at her uh, pictures from six months ago. She's just keeps on growing and and thriving and and so exciting. And so I want to document that. And and uh, so. I'm really looking forward to that. I, you know, if anything, my regrets, I wish I'd done more of my family, my parents. My dad passed away earlier this year. It was very, very um, sad for me because he's been a pillar of support for me all my life. And uh, I, I just wish I did more of him. So now I want to do more uh, of my my family yeah you never know your daughter might be coming to you one day and saying dad i want to be an artist (laughs) yeah 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 well at least i I think my legacy is someday she gets to see my paintings whether it's a city hall or anywhere and and just to look at them and say hey my father did that and i think that will be my greatest gift and my legacy to her great to talk to you i really appreciate the opportunity and i hope folks uh come out and see the exhibit and uh i wish you very good uh, success in the future Thank you, Joe. Thank you very much. It was a pleasure talking to you.